0: well welcome friends to the victory point bible reading podcast where normal everyday disciples open up the bible and discuss we don't claim to be theologians here but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the word of god to your life so thanks so much for joining us today and here's your host well hello everyone and welcome to another week of the bible reading plan podcast my name is tom joustra and my guest all week this coming week is Sue Vanderwell. So, welcome, Sue. Well, thank you. Yeah, and thanks for uh, saying yes a couple weeks ago <laughs> when I asked you for the month of August.
1: Well, um, I couldn't have any other choice, could I?
0: Oh, well, you could, I could have. have said no, you but I did no. not well, say no.
1: I felt that God was calling me to do it when you talk to me oh very cool so i prayed about it and here i am well good
0: and i'm so i'm glad you listened to the lord because now we get to have five days of conversation right over god's word right so so sue in case anybody doesn't know who you are um i'm out there in our listening audience why don't you give our listeners a little bit of just a little introduction about who you are
1: okay well uh i'm sue vanderwell and my husband is pete vanderwell and We have been at Victory Point since the beginning, actually, and we have two children and three grandchildren, and we have a surprise grandchild on the way. So we'll have four grandchildren and, um, our son has two and our daughter has one right now, and she's expecting another one. So it's, an exciting time for our family.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So. Now what do you now you're retired?
1: Yes. Okay. Oh, I so, forgot that.
0: Oh, th- no, that's fine. Um but like what did like when you did work and like get a paycheck? What what did you oh, do? I
1: was a teacher. My my whole career was teaching. I always knew I wanted to teach from the time well, I started out at 11 babysitting and Yeah. Taught, um, taught very in various schools. Then when I got married, I did not teach full time, but I was a substitute teacher, and that also was um, the type of thing I like. So in almost every church we ever attended, I was in the children's ministry mm. in some some way. And my last experience with a children's ministry was Kids Hope, which is a terrific program, yes. and I loved it. And I still pray for Brenda and everybody in it. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's great. It's a great outreach. Right. Now, going back to, like, did you teach around here in, like, Western Michigan? Uh, I
1: taught in in Western Michigan. I actually taught in Kalamazoo for several years. Okay. Then after we were married, I moved to Muskegon, where Pete worked and lived. And Mm -hmm. then I became a substitute teacher. And after that period of time, I was always a substitute teacher because in my day and age, um, usually after you had children, you didn't go back to teach very often. right. So you got to be the sub yeah and I did that for many years and sure. then after I had my family I didn't for a while and we moved here after that and I subbed around here in various schools nice so so what
0: are you what are your like um your ideal grades that you love to teach?
1: Well I always wanted to teach preschool but in my day when I um, thought about teaching preschool, it was not a full-time job. Okay. So I actually, but I always did the lower elementary. I loved it, but I did everything. I even subbed in music, which I could barely play the piano, (laughs) but I did everything. You know, when my kids went to school, I went to their school and helped and just was kind of involved in their education that way. And just being involved in the kids' education was part of my job, I felt. Right. So well,
0: it's kind of exciting. We have two teachers here talking yeah, I know. about God's word this week, right? It is. Yeah. It is exciting. Very cool. And
1: right. you're at a different stage of teaching now than what I am. But I look back and I and I used to, after I subbed, I used to meet kids that knew me when I did. Ah, know them.
0: right. Well, I'm at that point now. Like we had a little thing at school yesterday where you could come to school and you could meet your teacher, you know. Well, I'm now having like kids of kids, yeah. you know, that I had, which is kind of crazy, but um, right, just means we're getting old, right? Uh, or at least I am. <laughs> yeah, you aren't old at all, Tom. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs>
1: Maybe you're only as old as you feel. There we go. There we, we go. Leave it at that.
0: That's right. Well, anyway, thanks again for being willing to be my guest all week this week. Looking forward to it. All right, so today's um, scripture is from the prophet Jeremiah, and we're looking at the very first chapter of Jeremiah, and we're going to be reading verses 4 through 10, and this is when the Lord called Jeremiah. Um, I know a couple weeks ago, I think um, one of the podcast weeks, we talked about the call of Isaiah, I think it was. Um, Today, we're looking at the call of Jeremiah, and so I will read this passage, and then Sue and I will have a little discussion about it. All right here we go. Um, Jeremiah 1, starting with verse 4. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. And then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. All right. So something you gleaned, Sue, from well, these pass- or these verses. What
1: really touched me was the fact that, first of all, Jeremiah, and I'm pretty sure he was pretty young yet, um, said, I can't do this. There's no way as a young person I can do this because I can't um, tell people things. But then when God came to him, he said, I will rescue you. But here's the... Th- Thing that I thought was great was God touched Jeremiah's mouth when he said that he was a youth and couldn't speak well and helped him. And after that, Jeremiah obeyed what God had told him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was a big issue, big thing for me, a big issue. Yeah. And it shows that young people can be doing God's work. Right. No matter your age, if you feel God's calling you and touching you, then you can do it.
0: right? Well, is it, so right away he goes through the excuse, right? Yeah. you right. The reminded to me of Moses, right? When God it, called exactly. Moses, right? Moses is like, I can't do that. And exactly. God's like, yes, you can. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah. right away, Jeremiah is like, um, I don't know how to speak. I'm too young. Right. That that was his excuse. And the Lord's mm-hmm. like, uh Yes. <laughs> like you said, I, I'm going to use you anyway, even though you are young. Right. And the fact that I love that, the imagery of the Lord reached out his hand touched his mouth.
1: Yeah, and I thought about that and I wondered, how could that happen? Yeah. I mean, did he all of a sudden feel something real or? I know, is
0: it like something he saw? Yeah. He or felt? Or like, you, yeah, I don't know. Because sometimes I wish
1: God would do that for me. Right,
0: I know, I know. But yeah, I love it, the fact that, you know, um, yeah, he gave an excuse and the Lord said, I don't care, I'm still gonna use you anyway and I'm gonna help you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that makes me think of us today, right? Here we are in 2022 and like that we give excuses too. Like, oh no, I I don't know. I'm not gonna know what to say or I'm too afraid to go talk to that person or something. And the Lord's like, uh-uh, <laughs> I, I will help you do it but I want you to do it anyway. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, especially especially today i think right it's really hard to know who to speak up to and who not to speak up to exactly and when to speak up and when not to speak up because you have to be real discerning in that and how to do it right
0: yep i i circled verse five i love the first part of verse five there um before i formed you in the womb jeremiah i knew you right before you were born i set you apart and i wrote down how cool how cool is that?
1: I also I had written that down as my first point. Yeah, that God had a plan for Jeremiah before he was born. Exactly. And it just really touched me right now, especially because we have a new baby coming that nobody expected. Right. And it's okay, God. I keep telling my daughter now, God has a plan for you mm-hmm. and this baby. Yes. And I had I was studying this and I reminded her of it and read the verse yeah. to her. It was like, God needed me to know that. Right.
0: Now, do they know yet whether it's going to be a boy it's or a girl? a girl? It's a girl. Yes. And have they named it or have, is that a secret? That's a secret. That's a secret. Yeah. So it's almost like before before I formed you in Jennifer's womb, little girl. Yes. I knew you.
1: Exactly. Right.
0: Before you were born, I set you apart.
1: Exactly.
0: Now, I was not set apart to be a prophet. You were not set apart to be a prophet. We were set apart to be teachers. Exactly. Right. We followed the Lord's leading in our lives right? To be teachers. But I mean, you could fill in the blank there, right? Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And then okay, even that last part of verse five, I appointed you as a prophet to the nations, mm-hmm. right? But fill in the blank. I appointed you to be a mom.
1: Or like my husband to be an engineer. I
0: appointed you to be an engineer, Pete. I appointed you to be a custodian. I appointed you to be a banker. I, I appointed you to be a business owner, a grandma, whatever. You yeah. know, the Lord appoints us to certain roles exactly. in our lives, and that's just that's just cool to know that before, right before we were even born, Lord has those right steps directed already in our lives.
1: And by the way, I, my husband always accuses me of always being a teacher wherever oh. we go because <laughs> I relate to
0: children oh, really well. Yeah, cool. And
1: um, where were we? We were somewhere, um, and there was a little baby there. So I immediately love. I love babies too. So I the baby smiles at me, and it's grandma says. Whoa, you must be really nice. The baby
0: smiled at you. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Um, Something else that stood out to me was in verse 7, where the Lord says, you must go to everyone I send you to. And that made me think, okay, so if I'm a teacher, okay, the Lord has sent me to my students, Mm -hmm. right? Go to your students who I send you to and say whatever I command you. But again, it's, it's whatever the Lord commands it, like Pete as an engineer. Uh-huh. Okay. He worked at, um, Gentex, Gen-tex right? Yes. So it's like, go to everyone, who, you know, that, that comes that you come in contact with at Gentex,
1: you know, uh-huh.
0: um, if you're a mom, okay, you're, you're in contact with your kids all the time. Go and to your friends. kids and the their kids, friends. friends and yes. If you're a business owner, well, what about your employees? You know, go to your employees right. you know, who I send you to and say whatever I command you to and, I mean, the the Lord puts people in our lives, right? Yep. And those are the people he wants us to like be Jesus to. Right. Yeah.
1: And interestingly enough, that was my point too. Oh, yeah? I had thought about that too in relationship. Now, like um, in our small group, we were talking about reaching out to people and um, how do I do it? Mm -hmm. And I guess both Pete and I have always been more aware of that because we moved here and we didn't have people we grew up with, our family or anything. So we, I think I've always been a part of reaching out to people that are new here, cause I knew what it felt sure.
0: like. Sure, right. Yeah, that's cool. Um, The last thing I had, did you have any more there? Cause I had, <laughs> I had one more thing.
1: Um, Yeah, I had that. I had something that, and it was Jeremiah put his trust in God and was obedient, even though he had to tell people unpleasant things during that time. Mm-hmm. And that struck me.
0: The whole trust piece. Yes. Yeah, because so that's what we need to do. We need, I mean, the Lord puts people in our lives, depending on their situations, and we just have to trust in him <laughs> to, to say the right things or to do the right things, to, to, to be Jesus to these people, right? We just have to trust. Right. Even though, like in Jeremiah's situation, he had, he had to go to like some kings, I'm guessing, and some leaders that were maybe <laughs> scary.
1: Right. You know, but right. he
0: just had to trust.
1: And that was one thing I had liked about Kids Hope, too. Um, I once told Brenda that I felt like we planted a seed, but mm. we didn't necessarily have to move on and see it, it flourish and right. grow. Right, exactly. And um, it was kind of hard to do that sometimes with the children that I worked with, but that doesn't mean I couldn't pray for them, even exactly. though I did, wasn't with them anymore. Right. So I kind of felt that was part of the trust yeah. that God is going to do what he wants with those right. people
0: now you interest. it's interesting you said the word like plant a seed because at the very end of this passage right verse 10 it tells jeremiah right that um i'm gonna uh, point you over nations and kingdoms to do four negative things right i'm gonna yeah. I'm, you're gonna your words are gonna help uproot things and tear down things and destroy things and overthrow things but your words are also going to build things and your words are also going to plant
1: things mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and there's that word plant right
0: right Yep. um we as christ followers that's our job with the people in our family with the people we come in contact with is to build and to plan to just to, to announce hope to people mm-hmm. you know um that we have a we have a redeemer we have a savior and um yeah that's our job to build and to plan with people we know very well that we work with or that are in our family or people we don't know very well that we just happen to come across you know as we do life so All right, listeners, thank you for joining us on this Monday. Um, And as you go into your day, um, just know that you have been set apart by God um, in whatever role you are right now, as a mom or a dad or as a grandfather or grandmother, as a a worker, a co-worker, as an employee or employer, the Lord has set you apart um, to be um, Jesus to these people. And so may you be a builder, may you be a planter in these people's